it's time for the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable Podcast. And here's your hosts, Paulie G, Ryan MS, Peter Hanscom, and Andrew Muldock Molinaroli. Yeah, it is. We're powering through um, the season, that's for sure. We're going to actually talk about Supercoach Finals. That's how far into the season we're getting. I am Paulie G, of course, uh, Ryan MS with us as always. How are you, mate? Good, mate. How are you? Doing well, doing well. Peter Hanscom with us again. How are you, Pete? Yeah, very good. Thanks, mate. Yeah. And no, Andrew Muldock, Mullinaroli on assignment for a couple more weeks. Uh, guys, we're going to talk injuries this week. Pat Lyons, a well-earned uh, round off. Of course, uh, Pat Lyons from Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care. Um, still doing the injury r- report on his behalf there. Um, let's go through some of the players there's quite a few actually this round. Nelson Asofa Solomona is probably the the big one, um, super coach wise. He's set to miss up to eight weeks with a knee injury. So if he's someone you sort of had on your fringes on your bench, you're, you're probably moving on from him. Um, the other one, I, th- I guess we could discuss. It's going to be a bit difficult to, dis- to to know which way to go. Is Cameron Munster, of course, after that big game a couple of weeks ago, he hasn't seen the field, uh, ro- uh, injured ankle. We don't know too much more about it. Um, we believe it was a rolled ankle from, from a lot of information that we could get. Um, also heard from Craig Bellamy for the game before this one that um, Munster felt confident to play with the physio, thought that he could do some more damage. That's why he didn't want him to play. Now he's missing another week and not named this week. Um, I guess you're kind of stuck, Pete, if you've got him to keep him at this point because at this stage of the year, as we mentioned at the top of the show, you're trying to mould your team for the Supercoach finals, but it's a worrying trend. This will be three games on the trot, and, of course, they have the bye the following round. Yeah, it is definitely a problem. Like, you know, he's, he's come on a great gun since uh, Slater's gone down injured. He's been scoring very consistently, as you said, had that great game a few weeks ago. But but each week, you you know, you seem to think he's going to play and then it's it's a very very late uh, call that he's that he's withdrawn. I note that uh, going to Brisbane this week for the big game up there, they've actually taken a couple of extra reserves as well. So the only thing that we, I can advise our listeners to do is have a listen to the Supercoach our our program and keep an eye uh, up to date on our tweets and so on to see whether he's actually going to play. But yeah, if he doesn't play this week, it's uh, it really leaves a very big decision coming up, as you said, with that buy round. Yeah, follow us. Well, follow us on Twitter at Supercoach Pros. Michael Morgan, another another player, um, injured during Origin. So after our last week's podcast, didn't play on the weekend. Of course, a partial PCL tear, tear in his knee. Uh, looking around about a month, um, a month on the sideline. Look, the the chance of re- of returning um, before the Cowboys buy in round nineteen very remote. Um, so again, Ryan, I guess this is a tough situation. You either hold them through the buyers with the eye on the finals, or if you've kind of, if you're on the fringes of your top eight, you may need to make a move on him now. Yep, hundred uh, percent. If you need points and you can't afford to carry anyone, yeah, you've got to get them. Uh, you've got to get them out of your team um, and swap them out for someone. <laughs> I don't know uh, who or how you're going, but yeah, it says he's not. Um, the official line is he's not due back to around 20. And so that's a long time to wait. Um, 
a lot of possible points gone missing in that time if you hold on to him. Yeah, and, and obviously the salary so that he costs you know, these two players. It's tough. Yeah. Um, a couple of guys have been named this weekend, but we're keeping a close eye on Valentine Holmes. Left the field in the second half of the game on Saturday night with a hamstring. Injury didn't return. Or Kane Linnett also uh, left the field in the second half with a calf injury. Um, Linnett scans. Um, we might find out that information sort of at some point in the next 24 hours. Holmes, you know, they've both been named. I think Linnett's the, the less likely from what we've seen. Holmes, they do have a ready-made replacement as well. But Pete, interestingly enough, Shane Flanagan talking about giving players rests now because they've won now 11 on the trot against the Eels this week. I guess it might make sense for Holmes, particularly considering Lutelli's on a five-man bench. Absolutely. Well, you know, how silly would he look if one of his champion players like Holmes goes out there and, and hurts himself and is gone for the rest of the year, like aggravating an injury like that? Um, he, I think he would be wise to, to rest him. <laughs> Makes it all the more difficult if he's in your supercoach team. I don't think Mr Flanagan's considering that at the moment, unfortunately. No, we've had Cameron Smith talk about it in the press conference. <laughs> it's, it is it, it is infiltrating, it is permeating through, but uh, maybe not to that extent. Andrew McCulloch um, back for the Broncos. Look, they've had a host of injuries. Tom Opposich, um, the big one out, um, just coming into the in, into their team last week and they're lasting, I think, about 11 minutes. Um, Greg Eden also out for, I think it's um, potentially up to six weeks, another one of those PCL injuries that Pat has spoken about in the past, you know, that four to six weeks, sometimes even a little bit longer. Um, so we've seen Cuddy Nikarima get a shot in the centres. Lachlan Maranta returning. Alex Glenn also returns. But probably the big one, Ryan, is McCulloch. And not so much for perhaps if you've got him in your team, everything, anyone that did probably has moved on. But for Ben Hunt and Anthony Milford, because the stats um, doing the rounds this week about Hunt and Milford's um, own stats being that much better when McCulloch is in the lineup, and they've been poor, admittedly, at least super, well, not just super coach wise, but certainly for for the for their uh, patient owners. Yeah, hundred percent. They've gone pretty cold, um, and yeah, look, it looks like it looks to be that you know. Um, you know, they, they say, you know, good service uh, from dummy half starts off, you know, starts everything going. Mm. And the thing is that, yeah, they just don't have the quality in reserves. And, I mean, you're going to do very well to have two guys the quality of McCulloch in your team uh, in the hook and roll. Um, so, yeah, it's something to look at. Possibly it might be something if you're going to keep either Hunt or Milford or both if you have them, um, to look at how they go this round with McCulloch back in and see if anything improves. If not, then you've got another decision to make coming up to the finals. The round 18 by everything sort of going anti. We need them to have a big round, but you almost have to hold them now because their salary, their price has gone down so much. Yeah, well... It's a tough one. Yep. Nathan Davis, um, we should also mention, probably out for the year, a dislocated ankle and a broken leg. It was a pretty, um, uh, you know, horrific injury in that Sunday game. We'll be interested to see if any of these younger Gold Coast guys get a shot in the centres. In the meantime, Chris McQueen filling in there. But there's a few that are very cheap, uh, the, the, the cheaper end of the scale, or the cheapest end of the scale, supercoach-wise, to, to keep an eye on. That is the injury wrap for Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care. Of course, you can go on the website there, www.coogeebay.physio, 
or call the Sydney number 029665 Give Pat a call or a, an, uh, a text there or an email and um, go visit him. And it's not just sporting injuries, back and neck as well. And if you go to our webpage, www.supercoachpros.com, click on the link there for 20% off your first visit. Let's move on to the round 15 wrap now. And Benji Marshall leading the way for your Dragons. Pete, 121 Supercoach points. He was simply outstanding. He was very good in the game on Saturday. It was probably his best game all year. He had missed a few with injury. But, yeah, it's amazing, isn't it, when a backline is given a little bit of latitude and runs at the line a bit. And, you know, that's what happens. Plays well on the field and scores well if you've still got him at Supercoach, 121. You know, who would have picked that? Yeah, definitely had the matchup v the Knights. Um, Ryan, I think you picked it. I believe he was in your fan sports lineup. <laughs> yeah, oh, he's actually he was actually in my um, Supercoach team as well. Um, I needed trading. a cheap half. Uh, I was making some moves, and um, yeah, I ended up uh, sticking <laughs> sticking with Benji, and it paid off for this round at least. It helps with the you know we, you go to our website www.supercoachpros.com. And um, have a look there at our previews because, you know, obviously against the Knights, those matchups, our special um, super coach predictor, um, obviously helping out there. Bryce Cartwright, Panthers v the Rabbitohs, another one to go large, 117 uh, points. Jason Taumalolo, 113 for the Cowboys over the Seagulls, really running rough shot over Manly's uh, forwards and backs in that lineup in that game. Ewan Aitken, 105 for the Dragons, as we mentioned that game. Tohu Harris, 102. Even though out at, at left half, uh, you know, he, he, just, he pretty much destroyed the Tigers. Pete, he just played the same way he plays when he's left edge forward, didn't he, at, at halfback? He's a brilliant player, Tohu Harris. Yeah, it doesn't matter where he where he ends up here. As you said, he plays a... You know, it's probably a sign of a bit of the modern game as well, but he's he's out there for 80 minutes and in everything. And, yeah, he was, he was very good uh, for Melbourne on Sunday. Well, of course, particularly in the first half when they had all the ball. Sam Burgess, probably a bit lucky with a couple of late tries, got it up to 101 points. Cody Walker, he was again outstanding, 100 points even in that same game. Souths feed the Panthers. Um, playing in the halves there. Jared Croker, 99, returning to form. He loves playing against the Gold Coast there, the Canberra Raiders uh, centre. Luke Brooks, also 99 in that um, attempted comeback by the Tigers via the Storm. And Ryan James, 98 for the Titans against the Raiders. We should also give a mention to Moses Embai for the Bulldogs, 96. Apisai Coruscant, I thought, was very good for Manly in at hooker, 95. And question marks now on Matt Parcell, even if he comes back from injury. Coruscant may keep that uh, role. And um, Barnett for the Knights, Mitch Barnett, 94. That's an interesting one, too, to keep an eye on. We, we really liked him with the Raiders last year. Wanted to keep him on your watch list when we heard him going to Newcastle mid-season. Yeah, it's only one game, but it could be could be worth keeping an eye on, Ryan. I mean, he's that, he's that real workhorse type of back rower in the mould of like an Ethan Lowe, isn't he? Yeah, he is. And with no disrespect to the Knights, um, the way they've been travelling, he's um, getting a lot, of, a lot of the ball out there. Um, so he's yeah he's on both sides. He he works hard. He tackles, makes a lot of tackles. Um, yeah, and he also runs pretty hard. And he's yeah really making a a good fist of it there, which is handy, especially if you're looking for that um, point of difference. I guess coming into this stage of the year, could see um, an opportunity of a price rise. Although he wasn't at the bargain basement price because of the fact he'd sort of 
had some good games last year for Canberra. Let's have a look now at the best players moving, really looking into our crystal ball and forecasting for the Supercoach finals because it is that time of um, year now where, where every trade is critical and really counts towards how you're going to attack your um, final series. Um, and we're really not far away after this round. You know, there's just the five more, two of them affected by buyers as well, before the Supercoach finals hit. And so good to at least know uh, some relation as to what, what to expect um, in those finals rounds. It's interesting to see the Panthers have an interesting, ma- have a great last matchups. And, and it's no surprise two of their players, their two halves, Cartwright and Cleary, who are both in excellent form, um, lead the way. So Cleary, you know, forecasting him is probably more difficult, Pete, because he's got the smaller sample size. But, I mean, you can't argue with the way he's going at the moment. He looks like he's just, um, you know, made for first grade. He seems to be like Ash Taylor up on the Gold Coast, doing it easy. I guess in horse race in terms of it's all in his breeding. His father, Ivan Cleary, was a very good player, <laughs> uh, the former coach of the Panthers for some of our younger listeners. Um, but, yeah, he was great on on, uh, on Friday night against South Sydney. Um, great organiser in attack, I thought. Um, like Cartwright and so on got all, a lot of the raps, but I thought that Nathan Cleary played exceptionally well. He's also a very good goal kicker, and I think he's, he's the long-term answer to the... Um, to the question there, and I think that um, one Jay Soward may well have played his last game in the halves for Penrith in first grade. Um, and I'll just hope the young fellow stays uh, injury-free. Yeah, that's right. And, and you know, Cartwright, we've seen... You know, I know he has a few defensive issues. Maybe he's going to play Erosion, maybe not. But we're seeing in those final games... I'll just read them out to you um, for the Panthers because it's it, it's it's pretty for your super catch team. Knights, Tigers, Titans, Seagulls. Four teams giving up a host of points. So you've already, you know, you're loading up in Penrith players because they play in round 18. You know, they've had both their buys. So, you know, that's also something to look forward to. Ryan James is an interesting one. Um, coming in next, Ryan, because he's been so good over Origin, but it looks like that form could continue games against um, the Tigers, Knights, Panthers and Cowboys, you know, for front rowers, except for maybe that Cowboys game in round 26 looks pretty promising. Yeah, look, um, he's going great. Uh, and to be honest, I'd even probably back him in against the Cowboys mm. um, to do something. Well, we he's saw just... guys like Vave and Fanua Blake look really good against them last night. Exactly right. So you just never know, and especially with the form that he's showing at the moment, um, he's really kicked ahead and he's almost, um, almost become the uh, number one forward in Supercoach, he's certainly heading that way. Yeah, he's, he's um, number one at the moment. Yeah, in, yeah he's got it because he also has the dual position as well. Mm. Yeah, he leads the Supercoach points as of this round um, due to you know Milford being very quiet in the last few weeks. Uh, Cody Walker and Sam Burgess next on our list, both from the Rabbitohs. Look, South's not as easy a matchup, and they could be sort of out of finals contention. So those guys you're probably less looking at. Certainly Paul Gallon, if he can say injury three free, he's right up there. Um, Cameron Munster, the same story, really. He needs to stay injury free, but Melbourne will be there at the business end of the year. Trent Merrin, another Panthers player. Obviously those are four games. I mean, they're the guys to own. Anyone that, that that's um, doing well for Penrith or has consistency, there's going to be right up there. Andrew Fafita, another Sharks player. Um, look, this will be interesting, Pete, I think, with the Sharks because 
if they've gone on a big run mid-season, they may have peaked a touch too soon. They may have a bit of a fall, a dip. And you look at their final rounds, they've got to play Dragons, Rabbitohs, Roosters, Storm. Probably not the easiest last four. Um, does that impact on you at all? Or you think you've got to own Gallon and Fafita heading home? I think, yeah, the cream rises to the top at this time of the year. Their run, as you say, is not the... Is not the um, not the easiest sort of a, a middling type of run with those four teams. But, um, no, I think the, the players like Gallon have been super consistent in Supercoach for a long time now. Um, he seems injury-free too. It's a little bit of a surprise after the Origin series. And who knows, he may not play in the third one, which could be a bit of a bonus also. Um, but, yeah, no, I think that you've, you've got to stick solid with those players that have done well for you. Cronulla, I think that they will continue to do so. It doesn't mean that Cronulla are going to win every game, certainly, but I think those those guys are still going to produce big numbers, um, similar to, as you say, about um, Ryan James with the Titans. I think you put them in the same group. A player who's been a bit up and down is Moses Embai. He's next on our list, however, um, for these final rounds for the Bulldogs. The way they played last week, you'd think they'll be coming home with a with a bit of a wet sail. Uh, Manly, Broncos, Cowboys, Rabbitohs, not the easiest of matchups there, but still by rated highly by our predictor. Cameron Smith, Sean Johnson, James Tedesco, the next three no-brainers, really. And then you've got from the Raiders, Jordan Rapana. That'll be an interesting one. Ryan, Storm Eagles, Sea Eagles, Tigers. Again, not too threatening, particularly if teams like Parramatta and Manly have less to play for by that time of year. Look, absolutely. Um, he's gone. Uh, Rapana's gone a touch off the boil, considering he had such a good run um, in the middle rounds. There, just, just wait while. till this week. This will be a tester because against the Knights, you'd think he could really turn it on. Yeah, exactly right. So he could be set for a, another um, another good run of form there. So, geez, he, he's definitely one to watch. He could um, be a trade in. Trade in, you know, because of the fact that the Raiders play in round 18. Yeah. And he's got that great matchup, and he probably is not going to be much lower because yeah. of the last two weeks. I guess if you're, unde- if you're undecided, then you should be decided now. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to mention the guy after him, Bodine Thompson, as well, Ryan, because I know that you've watched a lot of the Warriors games. This time of year, he could be a great upside choice. I know, I think we might have mentioned him last week, but again, like, geez. Maybe bring him in. He could be one of your top three or four um, two RFs um, from now to the season's end. Yeah, exactly. Um, do like this guy. He's got a lot of a lot of upside and he's um, playing pretty well. The Warriors is playing are playing pretty well. I mean, they only narrowly went down to the, um, the Sharks, um, who are in some cracking form. So I think that the Warriors from here on out are going to win more than they're going to lose and. Uh, Thompson's definitely going to be a beneficiary of that. Uh, well, you are if you've got him in your team. Mm, good point of difference. I don't know if he's owned by that many at this point in the game considering he's in injury earlier in the year and the Warriors um, lower or poorer than expected form. This is the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable podcast. We do it each and every week on a Tuesday night. You can find us on the web at www.supercoachpros.com or on iTunes. Make sure you subscribe if you have iTunes because then you just get it popped in to your podcasts each and every week once we're done. Um, the website doesn't just have uh, at this lovely podcast, but it also has those game recaps, all important game recaps and the previews, of course, uh, for Supercoach and for fan sports, um, 
for each round. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at SuperCoachPros. We talked about Twitter before. We tweet out before every game. Um, the final team list, you don't want to get a zero there, unless it's an intended zero under the vice-captain loophole. But uh, certainly not all of a sudden hearing, oh, Munster's not playing or one of those other big-name players. So if you follow us on Twitter, we can help you there. At SuperCoachPros is the Twitter handle. Let's look at the price predictors now, and it's a trap. The gains, Nathan Cleary again due to go up. Hopefully you already bought him. If not, there's still time. There'll be a nice bonus there this week. The guy we mentioned just before, Mitch Barnett, uh, 36000 price rise there. He's definitely a guy that even though you don't really trust your Knights, um, if you're looking for a bit of quick cash, a guy to bring in. Uh, Ray Thompson, named after that huge game a couple of weeks ago, could be a guy if you're just looking for a quick money earner there, although maybe that price is a little bit too high. Certainly Jaden Sewer, who is at the bottom of the rung player, named again on the bench for the Broncos, will be a guy you can use to manipulate if you're trying to trade in two middle-of-the-road players for a stud and a cheapie. we mentioned Benji Marshall. Well, Ryan's going to hold him on to him for at least one more week. He's due to get a large price rise. Cameron Munster, if he plays, we've mentioned him, of course. If he plays, he can go up. This is an interesting one. Um, Jacob Host, Pete, started slowly, but starting to, to gain some some momentum, not named in the starting lineup this week. But do you think he'll, he'll potentially get a run, at least from the bench, and get enough minutes to bring in as, as, a, as a cheapie to make some cash for you? He's a possibility. He certainly uh, was very solid last week. Um, as we see, he's got a, a score of 68 last week against Newcastle. Um, he only made his debut earlier this year. I think his debut game is against the Warriors. Um, when he's been given the chance, he's, he's looked pretty solid. But the thing is, um, I don't know how much time he, he's going to get off the bench. So that's the, the crucial one there if he gets a start. But yeah, I, as you said, just as a temporary thing, just to make some money, he may well be a, a, a good option. Um up against Manly this week, um, Monday night. It should be, um, it's not a bad team to be up against because they're leaking points all over the place, Manly. So, yeah, he could be well be a good one. Some guys you're probably not bringing in, but certainly due to get a nice rise. Luke Brooks, Tony Williams, Travis Waddell after big games last week. Gareth Widdop as well, maybe. You are a little bit more convinced with that. As Pete mentioned, a great matchup against Manly this week. And a guy we talked about as far as Supercoach Finals, now's the time to bring, in, bring him in because he's going to get a nice price rise this week. And we assume he's not going to play around 18, but then again, Laurie Daly could end up picking him for Origin, so maybe there's a little bit of hesitation there. But to go up another 22 grand price cart right there from the Panthers, and if you own Bevan French already, you'll be happy to know he's also due to go up over 20,000 points. Let's look at those losses um, now, and... Ben Barber's a big one. He's certainly on the decline at the moment. The Eels, not the easiest team to score supercoach points against, although I guess they're on a bit of a downward spiral due to all the off-field issues, so maybe it won't be as difficult. James Fisher-Harris, that was inevitable. Back from injury and getting the drop because his biggest game is going to roll off his three-round average. Um, Valentine Holmes, we already mentioned he might not play due to injury anyway. He's on the downward spiral. Uh, you're probably stuck with him because the Sharks playing in, in round 18. Hopefully he, he actually gets the Guernsey. And um, speaking of Sharks, Asai Fek is another one there to go down. So certainly a few Cronulla players. Cam Smith could also be mentioned. Uh, he obviously, he's not going to play round 18. And Kyle Felt, this is a dangerous one um, as well. 
Um, he may play Origin. You're probably holding on to him for round 18 um, because the Cowboys play in round 18. He may play Origin. You may lose him for two weeks, and he's leaking you cash at the moment at the same time. So if you're stuck with Kyle Felt, you're probably still stuck with him, um, but things aren't looking good. Maybe against the Rabbitohs he can get something going. Let's move on to the previews now for this week. Roosters v. the Bulldogs is the uh, Thursday night game. Mitchell Pearce is back, and so it's Ryan Madison to 18th man. Jackson Hastings keeping his spot. Blake Ferguson and Aidan Guerra also returning. They're from, uh, returning from origin duty. Sean Kenny Dow back to the wing. Sio Sua Takiaho goes to lock. Sam Moa on the bench. There's no Vinikesi or Manu. The Bulldogs, no J. Josh Morris, his brother Brett Morris, is in Ronan, is in the centres as per the uh, late changes last week. Greg Eastwood returns for Asapelli Finney, who goes to an extended bench with Raymond Fatala Mariner. Um, up cho- upside choices here for Brett Morris, Hopawade Perrett. Also, James Graham should be good, even Josh Reynolds here. Jake, friend best, but uh, a downgrade for the Roosters. Tough matchup for them. It seems like a game for the Bulldogs' backs, Pete. But we do know that the Roosters generally get up for Canterbury. Could this be a bit closer than maybe most expect? I think so. Um, yeah, earlier this, it was only about six weeks ago that the Bulldogs beat the Roosters, but um, that was, I think, the first time that the Bulldogs have beaten the Roosters in several years. That's mm. a tough year for the Roosters. I think it would be a close game, but, yeah, I, I still think about a couple of uh, players for the Roosters, like uh, young Latrell Mitchell has been in very good form this year. And being pretty doing pretty well at Supercoach, he's, uh, he's he's been able to hold on to his fullback uh, position consistently this year. He'd be the, the number one choice there in the in the Roosters' backs, I think, um, along with maybe Ferguson. But uh, yeah, I'd, I'd still expect the Bulldogs to win with the, the, uh, the dynamicness of uh, that's a word. Will Hopewadi and Brett Morris in particular in the outside backs there. They looked very good last week. Yeah, and, and Mitchell's been down the last couple of weeks, but of course he was carrying that ankle injury, so you'd hope with the bye, two weeks off, he's got it right. Uh, Broncos v the Storm. Nick Arima, as we said earlier in the show, named it left centre. Lachlan Maranta on right wing. No, Tom Opacic and Garrett and Greg Eden. Possibly Jordan Carr, who's a late inclusion. Just uh, going to have to follow us on Twitter for that one. Um, Andrew McCulloch returning, as we said. Alex Glenn also there. And Blair will start. Waddell, Sua and Wallace back to the bench. No assessi for the Storm. Kenny Bromwich swaps with um, Kafusi as their only change from the win over the Tigers. Don't be shocked if Munster and or Green are late inclusions. Also note that Slade Griffin's named as cover on an extended bench. So he could also come into the 17 if Munster and Green aren't there. Um, which will, will maybe move Harris back into the back row at some point. Corey Parker's the best. It is a big downgrade in this tough matchup. Jesse Bromwich gets a small down tick, but still a safe enough play. Cameron Smith does get an upgrade, as does Kevin Proctor, which could be an interesting one to watch. Ryan, the game could potentially be like 16, 14, 14, 12, something like that. How are we going to play it super catch wise um, Pretty safely, I reckon. Pretty cautiously. Um, if you you know you got your big uh, your key players in that game, you play them because um, they key players. They'll get at the very least some good uh, good base stats for you. Um, you're going to be pretty brave if you if you're going to um, gamble on um, someone bagging you know a hat trick or something like that. Mm. Uh, difficult one, <laughs> difficult one because both sides 
bit hit with injury. Um, got some guys coming back, some guys starting when they're normally when they've been on the bench prior. Prior, it's just one of those things. Uh, and especially with the Storm and Broncos, um, they always toss up a pretty close and tight tussle. Yep, agreed, agreed. Warriors v the Titans. Uh, David Fisitua remaining at fullback, but um, Tumuola Lolahia is onto the wing this um, week, not uh, on the bench. No uh, John O'Wright, Nathaniel Roach returning to the bench. The Titans get Will Zillman back from injury, so that allows Hoffman to go back to the centres for the injured Davis. Um, McQueen's still there, but he would assumedly switch to the right side uh, where he generally plays as an edge forward anyway. Um, Sean Johnson gets a nice upgrade. Isaac Luke, a huge uptick, of course, hookers uh, against the Gold Coast. Ryan James is the best for the Titans. There, It is a downgrade there. Although Ash Taylor's got a nice matchup. Could be worth starting, especially in daily leagues like fan sports. Pete, Gold Coast took a step back last week. Um, this, is, this is a bit of an acid test for them. And the Warriors, well... You know they're they're firing despite the, the the close loss to the Sharks on Saturday night, and maybe they're the ones to load up on. It's going to be a cracker of a game, I think. This one isn't it? Um, yeah, the Warriors, yeah, were were dead set unlucky against Cronulla the other night. I thought they really played their hearts out, and and they've they've got them playing a, a, a solid percentage football rather than a the real razzle dazzle that, that can be mistake prone. So you get some some more consistent scores from your players there rather than some real outstanding ones. I think um, Johnson last week, I think, was still hampered by the injury. But uh, as we saw against the Roosters a couple of weeks ago, he can still turn it on and get you some and get some points when he needs to. Uh, uh, he'd be he's obviously your main one to go for. Solomon Catter, obviously out in the backs, is is also very solid as well. Um, and for the for the Titans, yeah, you're looking at uh, as you said, Ash Taylor's had a great season. Um, and that's the thing with hookers, I think. I note that this week that Nathan Peets is starting again. So that sort of might, it might be negated a bit. And we've got uh, Ryan's mate there, Ryan James, at prop as well. He's going to, I think he'll go well, even against this, as we said, against this big Warriors pack. So, so that'd be some of the ones that you could be looking at there, I think. Yeah, and Nathan Friend announced his retirement, not. Uh, to occur to the end of the season, but um, yep. certainly Pete's has taken over there. Although I thought they lacked a little bit with friend off the bench. I thought it works better with Pete's off the bench myself. Uh, so it remains to be seen what Neil Henry does long, you know, over the, cor- the course of the rest of the year. Uh, the Tigers beat the Panthers the next game on that Super Saturday. Elijah Taylor's back to lock. Dean Hallatow starts. Robbie Farrer on the bench. JJ Felice. Back to 18th man. Sam McKendry's been added to a five-man bench for Penrith, but they've got no changes other than that. Tedesca, big up tick. Um, Kevin Naguama and Luke Brooks have high upsides. Um, Aaron Woods could go um, well as well, as we saw Sam Burgess do last Friday night. Bryce Cartwright, a massive upgrade as well. Trent Merrin, Matt Moylan, Tyrone Peachy, Nathan Cleary, Josh Mansour. They're all good options. Ryan, there's a $5 comp on fan sports this weekend for Super Saturday. Surely this is the game to just load up on. Yeah, look, if any game's going to have some points in it, it looks like it's going to be this one. Uh, the Panthers have been playing some really good attacking football. Um, their defence has sometimes just gone to sleep. Um, mm. Sounds very similar to the Tigers. <laughs> They're um, like a better version of the Tigers, aren't they? They're very yeah, similar teams. So it could just be, uh, you know, a high scoring on either side. So that and that in itself becomes a little bit of a problem because you have so many options. 
Um, there, it's just a case of picking the right the right guys at the right time. Um, it's definitely I think it's definitely the one to look at, um, especially in the daily leagues. Uh, with the guys like you know, there's a little bit of a bonus added incentive for you know Tedesco versus Moylan and that kind of thing. So um, it all looks like it's um, adding up to be a, a pretty high scoring attacking game. Certainly, if you compare it to the next one, the Sharks-Eels, that is for sure. Let's look at that game now. And um, Sia Fecky, again, being named. He was a late withdrawal, of course, last week. Takatizi, also named in the starting lineup, but don't be surprised if Matt Pryor actually gets that role with Takatizi going to the bench. Um, the Eels get back Michael Jennings from Origin, so now no Vi to tie. And uh, Cody Nelson's an interesting one, replacing Casey Pritchard on the bench. Nelson's been very good um, in the um, New South Wales Cup, the Interest Super Cup there. So a very interesting price too, so one to watch. Um, Gow and Fafita are the best in what could be a bit of an arm wrestle. Um, James Maloney could be worth a shot. Manu Mao, probably anyone worth starting for the Eels, considering how tough the Sharks are, score super coach points against. Uh, we just said about how we've got a great matchup for fan sports and the like last game. Pete, this one looks a lot tougher. I assume that a lot of the owners, super coach wise, have loaded up on Sharkies, as you would with the whole thing of their buys uh, being done now. Could this be a trap game for some of those players? Maybe. Like we said, the Cronulla have been in great form, but they've beaten, uh, oh sorry they'll be nearly beaten by the Warriors last uh, Saturday night and you wonder when when it's eventually going to fall. But as I said earlier in the show I think that some of the, the more consistent players there like uh, uh, such as Gallon and uh, a couple of the outside backs as I said, in, as you mentioned with Maloney and, and Valentine Holmes would be players that you know, you'd be I think silly to um, to not include them in any fan sports team that you might have Um I said on the other side of things, assuming that Rad Radra is back in the country, he's got to be a must-have. Um, and also, yeah, you, as you mentioned, you're looking at Jennings. And I said, young Bevan French, I'll tell you what, that guy is seriously quick. I don't know who the quickest guy in the comp is at the moment, but he's got to be very, very close. Yeah, not sure if you're starting him this round with all eight games going, but certainly he's up your sleeve for round 18 with the Eels playing him, playing in that round, and then hopefully you know discarding him a week or two later and get some quick cash on him because he doesn't have the base stats, but if he yeah. can just keep scoring tries, he'll make you enough money. It'll be an, it would have been a nice um, nice move uh, for a lot of uh, super coach owners looking just to to upgrade and churn through some cash. Raiders v. the Knights. Um, Canberra, no changes. Look, Josh Hodgson and Kurt Baptiste both in doubt after suffering head knocks last Sunday. Perhaps the ex-Knight Adams Clyde, Clydesdale gets the call up against his old club. Uh, there, well, it's one to watch there on Twitter at Supercoach Pros. For the Knights, Dane Gagai being named at fullback. It will remain to be seen if he or Peter Mataudia ends up playing there because, of course, Mataudia was there uh, last Saturday um, with Elliot in the centres and Gagai on the wing. Uh, Jordan Rapana should hit back, as we said earlier in the show. Look, this is a definite uh, three-figure game for him. Joseph Leilua, Jared Croker, Jack Whiten, all massively good plays. Only really Robbie Rocco and Sam Matagora popping up there for the Knights and, and then only at the right price, probably in your fan sports lineups. Uh, we just spoke about Super Saturday, but let's let's go all around, Ryan, because 
you know, this is a great op- opportunity to target Raiders players and, and captain-wise for your supercoach teams, Jordan Rapana or Joey Lalua, even though they're outside backs. So, you know, generally that's a risky call. Yeah, it is generally a risky call, but with the Raiders the playing the Knights <laughs> and the Raiders looked pretty good last week um, against the Titans, I can't can only see that it's going to be a big Raiders win. And when the Raiders win big, generally they're outside back score and Leilua's been having a great season. Mm. Rapana's been having a great season. Those two tend to, um, it tends to go to their side, um, you know, percentage-wise more often than it goes to the other, to the other side. So, Except for last yeah. week. The anomaly with Brinko, Lee and Croker. Got yeah. amongst it, uh, much to the chagrin of Lalia and Ray Panarones. But we expect yeah. it to even out this week. And, and look, they could all get in on the show. We saw them put 60 on the Tigers down yep. there. They could do the so same, they couldn't they? Souths and the Cowboys. Walker back to fullback. Uh, Gray to centre. Johnson to the wing. No, Ed Murphy. Because Adam Reynolds is back at halfback there. For the Cowboys, Thompson has been named... In the 5'8th role, Roy Costa-Jason goes back to the bench with Patrick Cafusi omitted. Look, Sam Burgess and Cameron McGuinness are best here, but probably, you're probably not banking on them. Uh, Cody Walker gets a big town, down tick, but the way he's been going, you've still got to start him in your lineups. Um, Jonathan Thurston's best. He gets the big upgrade. Um, he's been playing really well, despite you know backing up from Origin, etc., etc. And another guy is a must-play, of course, is Jason Tamalolo. Ryan, I'll stay with you. It's the big names that are the obvious ones, but particularly with the South players, there's a lot of risk because all is not right in the borough. Hundred percent. Um, that's yeah, perfectly um, encapsulated there. Um, look, Burgess, Sam, I'm talking about has been um, good without being great. Last week his stats got bumped up with two tries. Um, McInnes and Walker, they're yeah, you know, they're kind of there or thereabouts. But as you said, big downtick for this game. So I think it's possibly more um, your cows um, and, and the you know, your consistent cows players. Uh, you mentioned JT and Tamalolo looks like he is uh, ready to ramp up for the end of the season yeah. um, if, last game, if uh, Monday's game was anything to go by. And the Monday night game, Manly v the Saints. Um, look, the Seagulls, we know this. They played last Monday, so they've named the same 17. Uh, Braden Williami will be the one to watch. He was injured, of course, at half. Uh, didn't, only played the first half. Um, but, yeah, Trent Barrett may, Barrett may make some other changes there. Uh, St. George, Tyson Frizzell named back in his right edge position. Jack DeBellin back at lock. Um, Jacob Host, who we talked about a bit before, on the bench. Tarek Sims returns because he wasn't allowed to play against his old club there after the mid-season transfer. The Jabrovichs are the best here. Marty Tapao also could be good, and even Daly Cherry Evans. Austin George, Josh Dugan, Gareth Woodup get huge upgrades. You and Aitken, a nice uptick. Pete, I think potentially the Saints go marching on here. Aitken in particular looks like an, a good play again. Yeah, he was um, very good against the Knights last week, which is a little bit of a combination of his great play and their poor defence. But, um, yeah, no, the um, Manly outside backs have had almost as many problems as Newcastle did last week. So, And as we know, Trebojevic, as good a player as he is, he's playing injured at the moment. So it is a bit of a problem. So they've had problems with outside defence all year. 
So you expect the Dragons to go there again and be successful. Um, if they've got their heads on, they should be fine. But yeah, yeah, Aitken, um, I expect Lafayette to do a bit better this week also. And Dugan, I was a little bit flat when he was first going back last week, but I expect him to go a bit better this week also. All right, it's time to look at the tweets now. And uh, at Ron underscore Bowl asks, Blake Austin, sell or keep, could run right against the Knights. Ryan um, certainly gets a good matchup here, but Austin's, thanks partly to injuries, been below par. So you'd be projecting sort of a change, I think, um, in, in his stats to really be worth owning long term. Yeah, you would. Um, he's probably worth, like, definitely, well, definitely worth hanging on for this weekend. Um, and then make your decision from there because the Raiders have um, the Cowboys, then a bye, um, and then the Warriors um, is as their next three. Jeez, uh, it's tough. Um, I'd say you probably hold on to him for this round and then probably you'd move him on after that. Yeah, you're pretty much. I think you're pretty much stuck with anyone that plays in round 18 at the moment. Blake Austin's one of those, unless you know you're seriously looking to, to off, you know, offset some some cash waves. And Austin's not going to have that problem because he he's going. He, he's predicted to score 54 this round, and he's not predicted to get above 50 for the rest of the year. That doesn't mean he won't. Obviously, he's a player which has a lot of upside. He can get those high score, scoring. Um, totals he just hasn't done this year but certainly against the Knights way better than than his average as far as predict the predictor is concerned and just the fact he takes the field in round 18 I think you've, you're forced to hold on to him until round 19 the Raiders have the buy that round so it's easy enough to uh, move him on the big question mark of course would be depending on how many trades you have left is if the, the super coach um, powers that be allow four trades in round 19 because there are uh, four teams on by. So often we've seen that in the past, they've allowed four for that round. So that could also help you know that you can hold on to him and uh, get rid of him then when you may have other plans as well. Um, second question at Supercoach Pros. This is from uh, at Jono underscore Neil. So six, curious on the panel's rankings, maybe a brief rundown how your teams are looking future trade plans the next four or five rounds. Pete, I'll start with you. Um, what what are you looking immediately, and, and I guess over the next few rounds, particularly by position? Yeah, well, it's uh, it's become very much a game of strategy. We're sort of you know ploughing through the season. We're two thirds of the way through here, and you need to have a look and be smart, not just pick your your player that's a that's a great player, but you want someone that's there, you know, pretty much the whole game and has been consistent all year, and maybe someone who's actually got their um, who's going to be playing in round 18. We've only got four games there. Um, so, 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 for example, myself, I'm going to be looking for a new for a new hooker uh, in my team. That's the position I, I really need to solidify at the moment. So that's sort of, for me, because of round 18, um, uh, Cameron Smith is not playing in that round. You know, we know what a great player he is. We know he's one of the best hookers in um, Supercatch at the moment. And, you know, that's one thing you have to think about. Great player, but he's going to be missing that round 18 and he has the issue of, of state of origin. You know, he's going to be playing there. And you wonder sometimes whether some of these players who play in origin are going to have a little bit of a a little bit of a downside when they come out of origin and feel a bit, uh, be a little bit flat and their form maybe not quite as good. I know that's, you might 
I think I'm drawing a bit of a long bow there with, with someone like Cameron Smith, but it can happen. And for partly for that reason, I'm actually looking at a player who's a bit more, a little bit cheaper than than uh, Cameron Smith, but someone who's been flying under the radar a little bit, and that's uh, Josh Hodgson, another Raider. Um, last round, he got uh, 47 points. And so he's been averaging around about that last three rounds. Um, he's been averaging 49.7. He's had a little bit of a problem with some um, concussion going off the head injury assessment and so on. But uh, but even so, he's still been consistent, pretty consistent. He's only got a low score there of 32. So, And his price at the moment is 344000 So I think that's pretty good, actually. Um, I think you're going to get very good value out of him. You don't have to worry about origin at all in two facets in that he's British and he will be playing round 18. So, um, yeah, that's one position that I'll be looking to uh, to bring in. It's interesting with Hodgson, obviously, as you mentioned, that injury curtailed his day last week. Um, I've got to admit I'm waiting for Smith. The, ho- the hooking position, I think we've all been a bit stung with it this year with injuries and the like and guys that are coming up into form and then dipping back out. I know Jake Friend was one we looked at over that origin period. Uh, probably hasn't put up the numbers we hoped when leading into that period, although you know he's still been worthwhile because of the decent buy rounds the Roosters had. Um, I just think Cameron Smith is a no-brainer at this point because um, there's nowhere else to really go that's that obvious. But certainly Hodgson, as you say, if you need someone for round 18, he, he's certainly, I think, pretty much second. Ryan, I know that we sort of talked a lot about this already in our topic earlier in the show about looking at the Supercoach finals. But I guess Jono, his question, you know, is looking at getting a bit specific. So with your team, is there is a specific player or position that you're looking for um, that one of, maybe one of those guys we did mention earlier that you're, you're trying to bring in, and, and if so, when? Yeah, well, look, um, I need another front row forward. Or I move Ryan James up into the front row and get a second row forward. So either way, I'm looking for one of those guys. And I'm mm. probably going to wait till after Origin because I'm looking at someone like um, Andrew Fafita um, if I'm going front row forward because I already have James Graham in there. Um, yep. The other guy, if I go second row, I'm looking at Tamalolo um, being that yeah, he won't play Origin, so he's going to play every game that the um, that the Cowboys have left in this season. And not only that, um, he's generally a consistent scorer and can occasionally go quite large, as he did last last game against the, against Manly. Yeah, Tom Alolo, definitely one that's hitting form at the right time. And that's, you know, when we talked earlier in the show about guys, you know, the predictor, but then you've also got your own projections of which guys are going to sort of come good, um, you know, separate from the predictor yeah, and, and perform above what we've seen from them so far. And, and Tom Alolo could be someone like that. Hodgson could be someone like that as well. Um, I think there's two key players that you need to look at um, this very round, and these are the critical. Um, this is a critical moment. Jordan Rapana and Bryce Cartwright. I think they lead the way in their respective positions, pretty much. Um, heading home, they're both due to get increases. This, uh, well, well, one sorry, due to get a big increase in Cartwright this round. The other one has been falling because he's had a couple of quiet rounds, so he could turn it all around. Uh, turn it around in the next round. Yeah, a bit of a tongue twister, and. Um, and so now might be the best week to bring him in price-wise as well and really you know, make that cash. And that's such a key part of it, 
you know, the super coach is making that money. And when we've heard, you know, we're in it in our head to head leagues here, but when we had um, Bill on, of course, our our um, expert in the overall at the beginning of the year and telling us about how it's so critical to turn around turn around that money and make that cash and that's really where where you're looking to do now again you're trying to maximize you know people if they're on the downward get rid of them now or or get rid of them before they drop too low you know anthony milford was a case in point you know you know from the last few weeks um, where he was you know, maybe a month and a half ago, compared to now price-wise, James Tedesco had a dip now on the way you know, back up. Um, if you can do that and save a bit of cash, you could end up bringing in another start or two to your lineup. So I think Rapana and Cartwright, I think you're looking at to bring in at least one of those if you don't own them um, this week, because certainly this is the round to have them. That does it for the show, guys. Um, another top show. Thank you very much, Ryan. Um, we'll be talking about... Over the weekend, no doubt, particularly that Tigers-Panthers game. Yeah, 100%. And Pete, good luck. You have to wait till Monday night for your game. The Dragons game, that's a, that's a long layoff. Yeah, I know. I, I put my feet up a bit over the weekend. <laughs> we'll get you doing a couple of recaps and keep you yeah. busy. There's also that small matter of the general election to worry about. <laughs> All right, and um, I'm hoping Andrew will be back with us in, in a week or two. Pat, of course, also returning next week. Remember to follow us on Twitter, at SuperCoachPros. Give us a like on Facebook. And also go to our website, www.supercoachpros.com, where you may just find um, links there to fan sports competitions, of course. I'll be running all weekend. We'll be over there as well. Take us on, if you wish, there at uh, Fan Sports. I am Paulie G. That's all for tonight. We'll talk to you next Tuesday. Bye for now.